0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, your brother, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers right here, David Harris Jr. So good to be with all of you today. Oh, my goodness. I've got some news to cover. Are you kidding me? We had, uh, we got to see from, uh, see the president speak today. Always love seeing him personally get to address us, the American people, as well as answer the questions from those reporters. Are you kidding me? These reporters, man, they they shouldn't even be called journalists. They should be called liberal whack nut jobs. They should be called anti-Americans. They should be called the dividers of America. There's a lot of things we could call them other than what they're supposed to be called, which is reporters, journalists. They're not trying to report on any truth, any facts, but they're taking their talking points from Democrats. I've got videos to show you of how these Democrats just continue to try to push Racism about everything. I had an amazing uh, in-depth interview with Representative Vernon Jones that is going to drop this week on my podcast. If you're not already subscribed after this show, please subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. podcast. You do have to have that J in there. David J. Harris Jr. podcast. Uh, Vernon Jones is the Democrat representative from Georgia that came out boldly showing and sharing his support. For Donald Trump's re-election and he's black (laughs) if I didn't say that already Uh, so it sent absolute shockwaves through the atmosphere especially through the Democrat Party liberals were losing their minds Democrats were losing their minds I got to do a one-on-one in-depth interview with him that will drop this week so you're gonna want to hear that for yourself it was truly amazing what he had to share and he also pointed some things out I'll I'll give you some snippets of uh, some of the things that he pointed out to me that he uh, that he uh, became privy to because of him going through what he's gone through with the Democrat Party blasting him for sharing his support and why he supports President Donald Trump. Uh, it's very interesting, you know. He he made a very bold declaration that uh, bigotry is very much a part of the Democrat Party. It's very alive and well. And what he had to share will definitely open some eyes to that. Uh, let's let's jump into this first. You know, the the mainstream media wants to continue to do nothing but lay blame at the president's feet. Democrats are laying blame at the president's feet. Pelosi, Schumer, they wanna take advantage of this situation, this pandemic, while Americans are literally in their houses, can't go to work, can't earn a living. Thank you for the $1,200 check for those of you that got them, but that's not gonna pay the bills for months. It's, uh, it's a dire state that we're in, yet it does not cease to amaze me that Democrats just want to continue to try to use this pandemic to push their own agenda, and the mainstream media is very much complicit. Here is just some of, I hate sharing this, I really do, but just so you're aware, hopefully you're not seeing it, but this is what some of our friends and family members have to watch, choose to watch. This is what they choose to listen to. On a regular basis, this is Brian Stelter, uh, again, just laying blame at the president. Well, I guess that's not Brian Stelter laying blame at the president because it won't play. It figures. I I tell you, I've had some very interesting, weird things going on with my... uh, with my setup, my my website, my uh, just a lot of it. But you know what? I'm gonna keep on pushing on. I did write a book called Why I Couldn't Stay Silent. I will refuse to stay silent. I will continue to talk and speak out. I'll try to get that clip to play in a little bit. Le- a little bit. Let's hop over to Fauci. So many Americans that are uh, very aware of what's going on and believe that there's actually something pretty sinister taking place behind the scenes really do not trust. Dr. Fauci, well, I think that we'll all trust him a little bit less, if you had any trust in him at all, we'll probably all trust him a little bit less once you, uh, if you didn't see this article already or hear this news. The fact that against against State Department warnings, Dr. Fauci himself was the one that gave the $3.7 million to the institute in Wuhan, China, friends, That should be alarming to everybody. Dr. Fauci is the one that did that. On Sunday, Rudy Giuliani revealed, I need to get him on my podcast, I bet I can. Rudy Giuliani revealed that it was Dr. Anthony Fauci who gave the $3.7 million grant to the Wuhan laboratory. The grant was made despite the fact that the US State Department warned that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was conducting dangerous experiments as now the world very much knows. The lab was suspected, that lab was, was suspected is suspected of leaking the virus that has spread itself around the world if that is the case then american taxpayers are footing the bill for this pandemic in the way that we gave them a grant rudy says that u.s officials may know more about the pandemic and the origin than they are letting on the u.s state department has been warning about the lab ever since 2018 u.s officials have made several trips to the lab in wuhan china read the rest of it there for yourself but Americans should really pay attention. It's a disgusting thing. This one video, this clip I've got to show you today of what this reporter asked the president, the gall of this woman, to ask the president this. When it just continues to be something that the Democrats do, the mainstream media does. They just want to continue to lay blame at the president's feet. Here is uh, uh, here are the Democrats. This is a whole bunch of them. All of color, Black. Uh, And they just want to say everything is racist. Well, why are certain things opening up? Why are things uh, that, uh, you know, that are opening up in certain areas opening up because they're trying to target the black people, because they're trying to get rid of black folks? That's what these Democrats are suggesting. And the audience that's listening, they're just they must be buying into it. I don't know how somebody could sit through and watch this in its entirety. Uh, This is just a clip. I don't know how they could sit and watch it. You have to try to understand the mindset of somebody that's willing to do that. They must truly be holding on to some own personal hurt that they just feel emboldened to believe this racist garbage. Let, let me just say really quickly um about them opening things. You know, they open the beauty salons and the barbershops and the bowling alleys and the movie theaters. When they start opening up the country clubs and the tanning spas, (laughs) then I'm going to go to (laughs) one. That's first. Uh, Because they just open up things that black people go to because they know we've got these checks and they want us to spend them. They don't care about our safety. That's why when they start to open up things they go to, then I'll understand it's time for them to start to open up some things for us. Are you kidding me? It's all about race, isn't it? You know, with the Democrat Party, their potential, their current leader, their potential hopeful for president of the United States. Can I give you a little insight? He's running on a very racist and sexist tone. He's running and he's declared it to the world and nobody's called him out on it. He very boldly said that he's going to choose a woman of color for vice president. Isn't that the epitome of being a sexist and being a racist? (laughs) You know, in my talk with Representative Vernon Jones, he was sharing with me how absolutely successful he's been, how amazing his track record has been. He's been a governor. He's been the CEO of, uh, of the county there in Georgia where he lives. And he's, ran, he's done some very successful things in politics, yet he cannot be picked by Vice President Biden because he is a male sexism. And the fact that Biden has said he's only going to choose a, a woman of color, isn't that a little racist? Yeah, the Democrats don't seem to call him out on it. They don't seem to care because they understand they need the black vote. Stacey Abrams has made it very clear He better pick a black woman and not just a woman of color. Again, it's just all the more racism for you. Well, here's something that I think is pretty disturbing that is starting to come out. Hospitals are getting more money if individuals have COVID for things like ventilators and other medical treatments. Now, why in the world should should a hospital get paid more because they're dealing with COVID stuff? It makes you wonder why some of these videos that we're seeing lately i know the hodge twins posted one they pulled it down there's a video that's going around instagram and twitter of a woman that is she says she's a nurse practitioner and she's sharing that in new york city because loved ones are not able to go into the hospitals with their family members that have covid the treatment is below par and a lot of times there, there's there's actually some pretty, what she claims are some pretty evil things taking place. It's hard to believe that anybody in the medical profession would go to that length. Uh, but when you look at this and you, you see these facts, it does make you wonder why these hospitals may be pushing and why so many doctors are pushing and being told to make sure that if patients have COVID, for even if it's not the cause of death, make sure it says COVID on the death certificate. Hospitals get paid more money for COVID-19 Medicare patients skyrockets if ventilator is used. Minnesota state senator Scott Jensen, a Republican, and a physician told Laura Ingram that Medicare is getting hit with heavy fees when patients are confirmed with COVID-19 and the cost goes through the roof if they are put on a ventilator. How much so? A patient admitted into the hospital for pneumonia is normally $5,000, but if they, res- if they have the disease that must not be mentioned, at least in print, the hospital receives $13,000. And if the patient has to go on a on a, on a regulator, it balloons to $35,000. Friends, it's easy to see. This will cost Medicare an arm and a leg. Now consider this. New York State just added 7, 3700 deaths to their numbers. Those people were never tested or found to have the virus. Many other cities and states are doing the same thing. USA Today did a fact check to make sure that these assertions are correct, and they found that they were. Jensen wrote on his Facebook page, how can anyone not believe that increasing the number of COVID-19 deaths may create an avenue for states to receive a larger portion of federal dollars? You know, so many states are in turmoil, have been in turmoil, they're bankrupt. California is one of them. I wonder if that is why Gavin Newsom has been so nice to our president, Donald J. Trump, and been accepting all of the benevolence that the president's been trying to throw his direction, has been uh, just so willing to come out and share his support for how good the president's been, because on the backside, you know, there's always something sneaky. It seems like there's always something conniving going on behind the scenes when it comes to Democrats, mostly Democrat. Why is that, friends? Why is that? It seems to be their absolute M.O. Well, Joe Biden, Let's. I talked a little bit about him, his, uh, his, his racist, sexist stance that he's taken for VP. I don't know why anybody's not calling him out on it. Um, he's decided to allow his wife to speak for him. I'm just really curious. Did they not have an opportunity to re-record this clip? He had to know or somebody had to see the look on his face while his wife was doing all the talking for him.
1: And together, we're just getting started. This moment reminds us that the presidency is about true leadership, having the forethought to prepare for the worst, the backbone to lead through chaos, the character to move beyond politics and serve every American, no matter where they live or what they believe. Only one candidate in this election has all three my husband our next president of the united states joe biden
0: i don't think so i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so either president trump i i do not believe so but can, can you is there any reason whatsoever why joe biden would be standing there frowning is he just kind of thinking inside his own head is he thinking why am I letting my wife speak for me? Why aren't they not they not letting me speak? I think I'm getting a little bit of Joe Biden itch myself, I'm having a hard time getting that out. But again, I, I, I truly do believe that he's dealing with something mental. And if he is, which it looks like he is, it is sad, friends. It is so sad that they're propping him up like that to try to be the champion of the Democrat party, allowing and having his wife speak for him, hoping he can at least smile at the end. It's sad. And yet the Democrats are doing it anyway, and worse than that, his own family is putting him through that. It is truly sad. I really hope Americans are paying attention because I, I I don't I don't even understand what kind of family member would put their own family through something like that unless they truly felt it was party over country. And it should all be about country over party. It should be about all of us. And nobody should be trying to prop up somebody that has a mental illness literally could be battling, could be battling dementia. Nobody should be trying to prop him up as the potential president for the United States of America. Let that sink in just a little bit. It's a sad thing, absolutely a sad thing. Well, China is uh, back on the radar. Well, they haven't really dropped off the radar, but they're more or less showing and exposing their true colors as China threatens Australia's economy unless they drop the probe into their bungling of the virus outbreak. Yeah, China doesn't want anybody looking into it. The Australian government's call for China to clarify its bungling dealing with the virus may spark a boycott by Chinese consumers who would no longer travel or study in Australia or purchase major exports including beef and wine. That was the threat delivered Monday by Ambassador Shang-Jing. Through an interview revealed in the Australian Financial Review, the ambassador stated that Australia's inquiry was pushing, uh, inquiry push was dangerous and destined to fail, because you're not going to get any truth out of China anyway. Adding to earlier criticism from Beijing, which portrayed Canberra as uh, unblinking lackeys of the United States in the Pacific. I think in the long term, if the mood is going from bad to worse, people would think, why should we go to such a country that is not so friendly to China? The tourists may have second thoughts, he said. The parents of the students would also think about whether this place, which they found is not so friendly, even hostile, he's calling Australia, whether this is the best place to send our kids. Education is Australia's third largest export and is worth over $30 billion to the economy yearly. Friends, that is an act of war, is what that is, on behalf of China. You threaten to ruin another country's economy uh, unless you, the, unless they comply with your demands to stop looking into their lies and conspiracies. That is literally threatening war. And China hasn't stopped there. Uh, hopefully, Americans are waking up to this. But the White House has also come out and shared that some very disturbing and very troubling news. The White House trade, advi- trade advisor claims China is flooding the U.S., with faulty virus antibody tests. You can't make this stuff up. White House Director of Trade and Manufacturing Policy Peter Navarro has declared that the test kits coming from China are defective and will give false readings. Other countries, including India, Spain, and the United Kingdom have returned millions of tests for being defective. Navarro accused China of profiteering off of the virus equipment. Navarro said over two billion masks Depriving public healthcare workers around the world from their defenses they need. And today, China is profiteering basically from this situation. We have told, uh, we have told, hold China accountable. And now China is even flooding us with these same bad tests. The Chinese Communist Party basically inflicted this virus on the world. And we should never forget that here in America. China spun the virus, they hit it for six weeks. They could have contained it within Wuhan, they didn't they they seeded the world with this they uh with hundreds of thousands of chinese getting on aircraft to milan to new york and other places china is absolutely and should be held responsible for this the president was asked that today and he said he's got definitely uh, several ways that he can hold china accountable which i'm thankful for i believe that he absolutely will well when it comes to democrats trying to save their own butts it's it's almost unthinkable that somebody like jake tapper would actually hold pelosi accountable yet that's exactly what he tried to do and pelosi didn't like it very much she got pretty uh bungled up with a little joe itis of her own trying to respond to jake in a way that didn't absolutely make her look ridiculous but it still did senator schumer made this major concession on the most recent legislation you it made it a concession. okay in this yeah. one
1: it wasn't a concession No. well i mean New governor the, andrew cuomo i have what andrew cuomo said and i, I respect his perspective as in, right, no, always I, an interim I, bill I,
0: uh, yes. Was this a tactical mistake by you and Senator Schumer?
1: Just calm down. We will have state and local, and we will have it in a very significant way. We made right. the most of it. I me we re- kept re- this for you. Uh, the governors are impatient. I'm a big fan of Governor Cuomo. My own governor, um, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom, has been so spectacular.
0: <clears throat> Vice President Joe Biden's campaign told me earlier this month uh, that he supported President Trump's partial travel restrictions on January 31st. D- do you agree that it was the right move by President Trump at the time?
1: Well, let, let's go into the future, okay? Though it, it wasn't as it is described as this great moment. You-
0: Absolutely, Nancy. It actually was a very good decision. Uh, the president went against every single other person that had a vote in the matter, yet the president proved once again why he wrote the art of the deal, what hard decision making is all about, and he made the right decision. Nancy, then you tried to come out and say, well, he didn't uh, he didn't close it off enough. Oh, so really, all the Americans that were still out of the country, they should have been left and s- 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 supported to stay out as well? It's Just made to stay out as well? Well, I-, I don't think so. Again, I keep watching her and Joe Biden, and I feel like I'm getting a little Joe-itis up in here. But uh, speaking of Joe, I've got one more. <laughs> I've got one more with Joe Biden, where he's trying to trash the president over the president's sharing— that warm weather actually is a sign of good news for us dealing with this pandemic, only to be fumbled again by the facts.
1: Don't worry about the coronavirus, he says. When the warm weather comes, things are going to get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you cross yourself. Cross yourself. We have heard hopeful statements that warmer weather might slow this virus down. Does the science bear that out? The science bears it out in part because when the weather gets warmer, Viruses don't do as well in warm and moist. We hope we get a respite as we get into April, May, and June. And I think we might get a respite with the weather. Our most striking observation to date is the powerful effect that solar light appears to have on killing the virus, both surfaces and in the air. We've seen a similar effect with both temperature and humidity as well, where increasing the temperature and humidity, or both, is generally less favorable to the virus.
0: Well, once again, Biden uh, proves why he should really let his wife do all the talking for him. But it's just a, a nonstop barrage. The Democrats, the mainstream media, how do you make the president look bad? How do you call him out? How do you just, how do you blame him for every single thing that's going on? Well, I'll tell you one thing you cannot blame the president for, and that is the absolute imbeciles that think that it's okay to let murderers out of jail because of the virus. Yet, that is exactly what is happening. We've literally got liberal lawyers that are suing to free two men who murdered between 54 and 77 people. Are you kidding me? What are they smoking? The liberal left is going to extremes to see who can do the most insane thing using the virus as their excuse, but a group of lawyers in Washington State are definitely the most extreme. The far-left lawyer group Columbia Legal Services is suing Washington State in an attempt to get about 3,400 inmates released from prison due to the COVID-19. Washington has already released 1,100 prisoners that they say are non-violent offenders. The problem is the conditions to decide who will be released would include Gary Ridgway, better known as the Green River Killer who murdered between 48 and 71 women and Isaac Zamora, who killed six people in a 2008 shooting. I could be wrong, but I think this could, be, this could put people at risk, could put families at risk. Even though the lawyers did not ask for these two murders released, the guidelines they proposed would make both men eligible for release. Do we see anything wrong with uh, liberals making decisions yet? are we waking up to the fact that there's definitely something wrong when individuals are just trying to push their policies over people's safety health and security yet it's something that it just seems like we have to continue to uh to to share i i know the one gentleman not gentleman the one inmate the one criminal that was released uh he did go out and actually kill somebody the next day where's that on the mainstream media how come they're not talking about that they don't want to tell you the truth they want to continue to put you in a bubble. They're trying to make us all afraid of this pandemic and afraid of President Trump. Say that it's his problem. It's his, he's the reason. We need to understand we've ha- we have the power at the st- state and local level to absolutely make decisions that'll be better for our states, and then let the president do his job from the federal level. But we've got to give him the house and we got to keep the Senate. That's a must. Well, here we've got the three hardest hit. Democrat run run states, again, more imbecile behavior, uh, just absolutely makes no no sense. The three hardest hit Democrat run states force nursing homes to accept patients recovering from the virus. Well, they faced a little bit of backlash. When you have a disease that kills mostly the elderly and people with other medical conditions, where is the worst place you could send them? Well, the worst place would be nursing homes, friends. But three of the hardest hit hit states have made the demand that nursing homes must take in COVID-19 patients. In the first place, nursing home employees do not know anything about the treatment needed for these patients. But the telling thing is the state of New York sent two virus patients to a nursing home in Queens that was virus free. They also sent personal protective equipment and five body bags, three which they have already used, the three states who mandate the nursing homes take in the virus patients uh, are california, new jersey and new york. the nursing homes are not receptive to the idea and nursing home deaths have already been massive. what is the where's the thinking in this? again, look at who's making the decisions. if nothing else, hopefully a lot a lot of good will come from this. hopefully a lot of americans will wake up and understand who it is that's making decisions for their state and making really stupid decisions like that one. Well, we've uh, we've got this dumb question. This is the clip I've got from today's press briefing from the president where they're just continuing, these reporters are continuing to try to lay absolute blame. Here is why the mainstream media continues to blame this president for this pandemic. It's because of this question right here that this reporter asked him at the very end of his conference. And I tell you, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on the question after we hear the president, but I definitely would have had a different response than the president did. The American president loses
1: more Americans over the course of six weeks than died in the entirety of the Vietnam War. Does he deserve to be reelected? So yeah, we've lost a lot of people, but if you look at what original projections were 2.2 million, we're probably heading to 60,000, It's far too many. One person is too many for this. And I think we've made a lot of really good decisions. The big decision was closing the border or doing the ban. People coming in from China, obviously, other than American citizens, which had to come in, can't say you can't come in, you can't come back to your country. I think we've made a lot of good decisions. I think that Mike Pence and the task force have done a fantastic job. I think that everybody working on the ventilators, uh, you see what we've done there, have done unbelievable. The press doesn't talk about ventilators anymore. They just don't want to talk about them, and that's okay. But the reason they don't want to talk, that was a subject that nobody would get off of. They don't want to talk about them. Uh, we're in the same position on testing. We are lapping the world on testing. And the world is coming to us, as I said. They're coming to us saying, what are you doing? How do you do it? And we're helping them. So, uh, no, I think we've done a great job. and. One person, I will say this, one person is too many. Thank you all very much. Thank you.
0: Oh, my goodness. I would not have been able to control myself. That is why I'm telling you right now, I don't think I could be president. I'm sure I'd, I'm sure I'd have a different element to myself if, if ever that came, that moment came. But I, I don't think that's, that's not in the cards for me. Hearing that woman suggest that, literally trying to bait him into, she was trying to bait him into saying something really, like I would have said, like I want to say, woman, did you blame Obama for the H1N1 deaths? Did you? Did the mainstream media just lose their mind over uh, the coronavirus, over the uh, the swine flu? Did they absolutely try to lay the blame at the president's feet? No, because your president was Obama. He was a Democrat, and you're on his side. The blame should be should fall squarely at the feet of China, and we should all thank God that President Trump closed the borders off to China when he did back in January. Had he not, it'd be a completely different case. And furthermore, is there anybody else that any American feels confident or comfortable with getting our economy back moving in the right direction than Donald J. Trump? I don't. He's done an amazing job in three and a half years and he's still just getting started. We need President Donald Trump and the Senate and the House in order to truly see, I think, the full benefits of what this president could do with his brilliant business mind. Again, he's a businessman, he's not a politician, and that's what makes him so effective at running our country, running it like a business, getting the right deals that we should have been getting for decades. He's been sharing it for decades, do your own research, look at the videos. He's been saying the same thing for decades. Well, friends of mine, Diamond and Silk, are basically being silenced by who? No, not by CNN, not by MSNBC, not by ABC, but by Fox. Are you kidding me? For asking questions that we should all want to know. I see some of your comments. Are the deaths, are the total for deaths even accurate? That should be a question we all want to know. I've got in contact with uh, with a doctor that put out that video that's gone absolutely viral out of Kern County, California, where they've been doing their own tests. And the information that he's come up with is that there are a lot more people that have contracted the virus and are okay than the numbers we've been hearing from Burks and Fauci. Completely different story. I hope to have that podcast done with him this week. But Fox News yanks Diamond and Silk off the air for questioning whether states were inflating their death toll numbers. Friends, we should all want to know the truth about that. Diamond and Silk, good amazing friends of mine, I love those ladies, they came on the scene in 2016. Diamond said during a March 30th live stream, what I need to know is how many people have passed away in New York and what I need to know is who has the bodies. I need somebody that does investigative work to call on the morgues, to call on the funeral homes. We need to know because I don't trust anything else that comes out of his mouth, speaking of Cuomo. Something's not right here, something is off. Is this being deliberately spread? Look, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. This is real, but I'm asking my own questions. What the hell is going on? Is what she had to say. Well, from that questioning, from that questioning of, of reason, of common sense, you know, we've heard. I've played the. I've played the videos where the one Department of Health leader actually said that if somebody has COVID-19 but they die from something else, they put COVID on the death certificate. So I think we all want to know if we've been duped. We all want to know if this is as bad as they say it is. We all deserve to know the truth. And those ladies dared to ask the questions. And Fox has put them on hiatus. Have you noticed? You haven't seen them lately? I'm telling you, friends, Fox is fast becoming a part of the liberal left that we all are trying to stay away from. Yet they're the last one standing, at least in the on the mainstream media, that is why I'm here. That's why I'm here to bring you the truth. And hopefully my platform will only continue to grow as you spread the word, share my podcasts and help me get the messaging out. I'll expand and do my darndest to make sure I can get uh, as big or bigger than Fox. How's that? That'd be a, that'd be a good goal. Well, we're praying for you, ladies. Uh, they can't silence you forever. And your platform is obviously big enough. You can continue to make a lot of noise on your own channels. Follow. Hopefully you're following Diamond and Silk somewhere. So friends, that is it for my show today. God bless you. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. You're going to love these one-on-one interviews. I got to interview Isaiah Washington again last week. I interviewed Bishop Harry Jackson, and I interviewed Vernon Jones, representative uh, from Georgia, the black Democrat that came out and said, I am boldly showing my support for Donald J. Trump. That podcast will drop this week. You're going to absolutely love all of them. So God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye-bye.